Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Greetings, humans. You have entered the command zone, your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander. Enjoy your stay. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Command Zone podcast. Today is a very special episode because we are revealing some brand new magic cards from the Doctor Who universes beyond a uh, set of, of pre-cons. There's four new Doctor Who pre-cons that are styled completely around the world of Doctor Who over the what? 13 seasons or something a lot of seasons yeah there's a lot of new cards too Mm -hmm. i was just talking about uh this with gavin in vegas and he was saying you know there's more new cards in this than any other pre-con set ever almost as many as like a brand new set would have so there's a ton of new cards we get to reveal two of them one is a brand new legendary creature Mm -hmm. one of the backup commanders from one of the decks and the other is a spicy reprint very exciting a very powerful reprint i would i would hazard to say one of the more powerful cards in the whole form in the whole in the whole format yeah it's a super scary card and very cool to see it in a pre-con we are gonna get into those in just a minute but of course if you want to pick up these pre-cons or any of the singles that we talk about today go over to cardkingdom.com slash command card kingdom has a huge selection of magic singles and sealed product and they have the professionalism and team to make sure they get to you safely and all in one package on time i know i trust card kingdom especially when i'm building a new deck or i'm getting a pre and I'm doing the upgrades to ship them all to me in one safe package show up on my doorstep. Uh, I've I've ordered from Card Kingdom and it's shown up soaking wet because of so a mysterious LA rain and it's been completely safe because Card Kingdom rules. So support the show and pick up some cool new Doctor Who cards over at cardkingdom.com slash command. I mean, Card Kingdom is located in Seattle, so they definitely know how to deal with yeah, they, rain. They can handle rain. They, they, know to, <laughs> they know what to do. <laughs> of course, once you get those cards, you want to keep them protected, go to ultrapro.com slash command. That is the game accessories brand that we trust our own collections to here at the Command Zone. Uh, one thing we debuted in Vegas was there is a brand new sort of formula of sleeves that Ultra Pro has been working on for a number of years. They're Apex. called Apex Sleeves. They all they have a cool tagline, the pinnacle of protection. They're the, sweet. They've been working on this for a long, long time. Um, they are printed sleeves 
that have an amazing shuffle feel and are really, really durable. It's something I think a lot of us have been wanting from sleeve companies for a while that you can put nice, high quality prints on the sleeves, but they shuffle like pro glossy clip sleeves. Mm -hmm. Like it's amazing. Um, They're not technically, I think, available right now, but they're coming soon. We'll put a link in the show notes, probably a QR code right now if you're watching the video um, to the page that talks about the Apex sleeves. But that's something really exciting coming along from Ultra Pro. And again, that's one of the reasons we love them as a sponsor because they're always innovating. So ultrapro.com slash command, the place to go to use our affiliate link, support the show and get really good game accessories and protection products. And then of course, we have been talking about Vegas a lot. Mm -hmm. We had a cool Patreon uh, little meetup with some of our patrons in Vegas. It was very, very fun. If you want to become a patron of the show, go to patreon.com slash command zone. There's all kinds of perks like the access to meetups and stuff at certain tier levels, but also every patron just gets access to extra turns and game nights earlier than the general public. No spoilers from Twitter. Yeah. So if you want to see the game nights Doctor Who episode, which is coming up, then join our Patreon at any level and you can just get to see that earlier than everybody else. And it's ad free. Yeah. Plus, we shout out one lucky patron every single podcast episode. And this one is dedicated to Michelle Michelle St. Cyr. St. hyphen C-Y-R. You rock, Michelle. You rock. We're not sure how to pronounce it, but you rock. (laughs) Uh, Before we move on, I wanted to give a quick update to patrons about the auditions. We did just hold uh, the auditions for game nights, and we are going through those now. We got a lot, as you might imagine. We keep talking about Vegas, but Vegas was right in the middle, so we all left for a week. Um, It'll probably take us a few weeks to go through and narrow that down to um, announce the winners, but we will be announcing the winners. Uh, hopefully, I don't want to put exact date on it, but I'd say hopefully within the next three or four weeks. All right. Without further ado, let's get into this uh, reveal. The first one that we are going to, re- well, both of the cards that we're revealing today come in the Paradox Power. It's a Teamer Precon uh, featuring the 13th dog, the 12th and 13th doctor, I believe. It is the most recent of the doctor decks. Uh, that's the 13th doctor and Yasmin Khan deck. So one of the commanders that we're reve- revealing today is a backup commander for this deck, which means we've got a teamer commander. That's right. And it is me, the immortal. Me? Hmm, no, it's more like Arya Stark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, So I'll read the card. It is two and teamer. So two, a green, a blue, and a red. Five mana total for a 3-3 legendary creature, human rogue. At the beginning of combat on your turn, put your choice of a plus one, plus one, first strike, vigilance, or menace counter on me, the immortal. Counters remain on me as it moves to any zone other than a player's hand or library. You may cast me from your graveyard by discarding two cards in addition to paying its other costs. Pretty sweet. So um, we've seen this kind of effect once before, and it was on a very popular commander, especially when I started playing commander. It's on was on Skullbriar, the walking grave, which is Golgari. It's a green-black commander that keeps its counters as it moves zones. Yep. Uh, me, the immortal, is a little bit more focused on keyword counters, and it, it builds up its own counters a little bit better than... Skullbriar. Yeah, Skullbriar is really just like 
Get really big. Get big. Get yeah. big. It's like and a turbo Voltron strategy. Yeah. Although there are ways to get other kinds of counters on a skull bar. Mm-hmm. It itself does not have ways to do that. Me right. can get first strike, vigilance, menace. Those aren't the best ones. Yeah. Menace, I guess, is evasion, which skull bar can't get on its own, which would makes you know, right. which yeah. would make it more powerful. Mm-hmm. But it does say counters remain on me, you know, as it moves to any other zone. So it doesn't care about the counters where it got them. So right. if you can get other types of counters onto me. <laughs> so weird to call it me. Um, then those will also stay. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where you know, the big cool stuff comes in. That's definitely the first thing that I thought of is like, okay, well, how can we make it hexproof and indestructible? It's those like are the, two the very want. first, like, <laughs> this is a five mana commander. We want to protect it as fast as possible. Uh, and one of my favorite ways to do that is with Slippery Bogbonder. It's three and a green for a human druid with flash and hexproof. When Slippery Bogbonder enters the battlefield, put a hexproof counter on target creature. Then move any number of counters from among creatures you control onto that creature. So Slippery Bogbonder puts a hexproof counter on it. Perfect. Amazing. Uh, and then any other counters you have lying around and you want on me, shoop, done. A flash speed. It's pretty cool. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the the I, th- I immediately thought of the land for indestructible, mm. which was Tyrite Sanctum, which has the ability to you pay four and you sacrifice the Tyrite Sanctum and you put an indestructible counter on a god, and then for the first ability you can make me into a god, mm-hmm. which means an immortal should already be a god. But anyway, she should be a god. Yeah, but anyway, you can give that indestructible counter, and now if you've got hexproof and indestructible, it almost doesn't matter that the counters don't go away because it's probably not likely to go anywhere else. I was gonna say now now she's pretty safe. Uh, indestructible counters are pretty tricky unless you're count casting like Dominus guys and moving yeah. the counter from the Dominus to me. A Tyrite Sanctum is a little bit more straightforward, but there's lots of ways to get cool keyword counters or a lot of counters onto me. One of my favorite was Scavenged Brawler. Mm. This is a six mana four four construct with flying vigilance, trample, and lifelink. But it says five exile scavenge brawler from your graveyard. Choose target creature. Put four plus one plus one counters, a flying counter, a vigilance counter, a trample counter, and a lifelink counter on that creature. Activate only as a sorcery. And this is awesome because me has that la- that third ability that's easy to miss, which is you can cast uh, it from your graveyard by pay- by discarding two cards in addition to paying its mana cost. So if you let it die at some point you can discard the scavenge brawler mm-hmm. and something else in order to recast it without paying commander tax. And you want the scavenge brawler in the graveyard. So it has like a whole ton of synergy now yep. that it also puts the counters on the thing. That's great. Pretty That's really cool. sweet in this deck. Uh, of course, crystal and giant shows up anytime we're dealing with keyword counters. He's a little, uh, he generates all the counters himself. They go on to crystal and giant, of course. So we're going to have to figure out a way to move them around. But there's plenty of ways to do that. Yeah, it feels like moving counters is going to probably be a sub-theme of this deck, whether you're trying to get things onto me or now off of me and onto other things. And I'll note that me says, at the beginning of combat on your turn, put your choice of a plus one, plus one, first strike, vigilance, or menace counter on me, the immortal, and has no restrictions about whether you've already done that. So Mm -hmm. if you wanted to give me a second menace counter, you can do it, and then you're free to move one off of it, Yeah, uh, and and she would still have it. So that might be a thing you want to do under some circumstances. So any cards that kind of move counters around, there was one you found from Lord of the Rings, which I really like, which is Goldberry River Daughter. She just has an ability to um, tap and move a counter of each kind not on Goldberry 
from another target permanent you control onto Goldberry. And then she can also remove counters or move counters around to draw cards, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can move them from Goldberry onto something else. So she's a good way to redistribute the counters that me is generating on your turn. Of course, anytime that you're moving counters, you want the Ozolith. Uh, the Ozolith says whenever a creature you control leaves the battlefield, if it had counters on it, put those counters on the Ozolith. And then at the beginning of combat on your turn, the Oz- if the Ozolith has counters on it, you may move all counters from the Ozolith onto target creature. The interesting thing about the Ozolith with me is when she is blinked or she goes to the command zone or she goes to the graveyard just because of game actions. The Ozolith is like, oh, you have counters on him. I'm going to put them on me on the Ozolith, (laughs) and then me remembers all of her counters. So you kind of double the number of counters that you have access to and can put them on other creatures. Yeah, that can be confusing for new players because the Ozolith says, put those counters on the Ozolith when a creature you control leaves the battlefield. Mm -hmm. But you don't actually remove those from the the creature. The thing is, usually when creatures die or move zones, the counters go away. But me specifically says they don't, in which case Ozolith just kind of copies them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but me keeps them as well, yeah. So the fact that you can do it with Blink is pretty interesting to me. And mm-hmm. maybe there's some haste generation, um, you know, and we know you've got red, so you definitely have the ability to do it, where there's a way to sort of Blink me, m- put counters on the Ozolith, go to combat, put those counters on something else and attack right away with the me also because... Yeah, exactly. So maybe there's some sort of blink synergy which allows you, once you have the Ozolith out or other things to, you know, I want to use the word proliferate, but you know what I mean? Take all those counters and be like, oh, I got, you know, eight different counters on me and now all my creatures are going to have those eight different counters with some tricks, you know? There's lots of ways to move counters and it definitely feels like this is going to be, the Ozolith is going to be the most powerful. Yeah. Um, But Nesting Grounds is a good slow way to do it. It's a land that has an activated ability that says one tap, move a counter from target permanent you control onto another target permanent. Um, So you can just take those extra counters off of me or take the counters off of the Crystalline Giant and put them onto me later. Uh, Just helpful to make sure you always have access to that. Yeah, I also think this is going to be a plus one, plus one counter stack. So just the ability to increase the number of counters that you're getting as you're moving things around will be good. So hardened scales, branching evolution, just all our normal plus one, plus one counter stuff that's Mm -hmm. in predominantly green is going to be really good in the stack. Because ultimately, once you get hexproof, indestructible, and some kind of... You might not even need indestructible, honestly. Yeah, hexproof goes a long way. Yeah. It's, so it's probably evasion plus industri- or plus hexproof are the most important. Mm-hmm. So either menace, trample, flying. Then you're just like, how big can I make her? Because then yep. she's going to be a lethal threat like pretty quickly. There is some really cool stuff that you can pull for this deck out of the uh, the Nuka Pena counters deck because that ca- cared about the many the uh, number of different counters that you have. So I want to mention these because I do feel like those precons got lost. And one of them is Storm of Forms. Josh, you'll like this one. It's three and a blue for an instant. When you cast this spell, copy it for each kind of counter among permanents you control. You may choose new targets for the copies. Return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. Wow. So this is, you know, geez. At instant speed, you can do Bounce like could be... At, at a modest scenario, it's four things, yeah. right? That's what me can give herself. But yeah. in a not modest scenario, yeah, eight, nine things. Four mana bounce two things is really is good. Is really good. So Especially four mana four bounce four things is insane. <laughs> yeah, non-land permanent too. So it's any problem you've got just about. Yep. That's Plank. really cool. It's I totally really forgot about this, this card. Deck. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing is the those new cabana uh, precons are, do have a wealth of cool cards, including like Avon Courier. 
This is another way that you can move counters around. It's whenever it attacks, choose a counter on target permanent you control. Put a counter of that kind on target permanent you control if it doesn't have a counter of that kind on it. So once you've got me loaded up, you can. this is a good way to just start probably putting counters on itself, honestly. To yeah, be like, okay, I'll make it indestructible or hexproof, yeah. and now I can the next time do this, yeah. Mm. It's a little slow, but it definitely gives you the engine. And then, of course, you just need to put a lot of counters on her. Let's just make her big, big, big. Um, There's lots of cards that do it. One of the best, I think, in this deck is going to be Forgotten Ancient. Gets counters every time an opponent casts a spell. And then on your upkeep, you can move as many plus one counters off of Forgotten Ancient onto something else. Yeah, this is a Skullbriar favorite that if you've played against the deck, they are always doing. Because it's always the counters are always safe on Skullbriar. Yeah. So it's just like, what can I get with a lot of counters? And just move them all there. And mm-hmm. it's like, crap. Even if I kill that thing, it's just coming back. And it's, it's coming back, yeah. Just as big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Skullbriar has this inevitability that you're just like, we have to kill you because we can't handle that. So, and it has haste. So it feels like with blue, red, green, rather than black, it's going to be a little bit grindier. It's Mm going to be a little bit more value-based, and you're going to need more protection on me because she's more expensive. Yeah. I I think there might be a build, too, that we're not going to talk about here, which is that really playing into that discard and recasting her from your mm-hmm. graveyard. So there might be some combo-y stuff that somebody comes up with somewhere or some magical Christmas land stuff where you get to sack her and recast her and you're putting, you have a bunch of cards in your deck that want to be in graveyards yeah. or want to go to graveyards. So that Madness you have, type stuff. Yeah. So there's also some other synergies that I think you could build the deck in that way. Um, you know, m- probably also simultaneously play into the counters a little bit, but mm-hmm. you might you might be able to build a version of the deck that's mostly that last ability. Um, yeah. Which, which, you know, green is pretty good. Green and blue both are good at dealing with um, their graveyard. So get some instant sorcerers in there, flashbacky stuff, who knows. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of cool things that you can do with this deck that isn't going to be straight plus one, plus one counters. Although it's a great just team or plus one, plus one counter commander as well. Yeah. Okay. So that's the new card. Yep. Oh, no, we wanted to talk about something because we oh, had an yeah. interesting discussion here, which is the fact that me keeps the counters um, into any zone that's a public zone that's that's that you can see. So not your hand or your no library. hidden zones. Yeah, um, it might make you think that oh, if she gets bounced or put into your tucked into your library, and that's the clue that I think most veteran players know this is not going to happen ever. Mm. Uh, those are the two ways to kind of get the counters off her. But we know if she's your commander, you'd never have to put her into your hand or into your library. You can always just choose to put her in the command zone instead, in which case she will keep all of the counters. And there's really no, I'm going to say, well, I, at first I thought, oh, there's no way to make it so that the player loses those counters. They've just kind of got them. But there mm-hmm. are actually some ways. Yeah to make it so that you get rid of the counters. There are a few, and we're going to call these silver bullets. But if you were like playing against a me deck, or you are the me deck and you're worried about, like, what could they do to screw this up for me? There are just a few ways uh, that we came up with that you could get rid of the counters. So one is you could play a card that makes uh, a creature lose all abilities. Mm-hmm. So there are cards that say, oh, something loses all abilities and becomes base power and toughness 1-1 one, one, or something like yeah. that. Or like a dress down, just as creatures lose all abilities. There you go. Um, and then if me died, it wouldn't have the ability to keep the counters and mm-hmm. the counters would go away like a normal creature. Yeah. So that's kind of the easiest one, I think. 
Yeah. Uh, you could run some more specific stuff, like if they ran a vampire hex mage, incidentally, if they're doing like yep. the combo with the merit lage. Anyway, uh, they could crack a vampire hex mage and remove all the counters just directly off of me, yeah. which would be a bummer. <laughs> there are a few cards out there, and some of them do see play that just sort mm-hmm. of remove all counters from a permanent or yep. that kind of thing. So you might run into that once in a while. And then also there is the ability to take control of another player's turn and then you could allow uh, something to happen that a player wouldn't normally allow. So mm-hmm. let's say, and this is convoluted, but let's say you Emrakul or Mind Slaver somebody's turn and they have me and they have a bounce spell like Capsize. You could yeah. bounce the me back to their hand and you're the player controlling their turn. You could be like, I'm going to allow it to go to the hand. I'm not going to replacement affect it to the command zone. Counters are gone now. In which case, yeah. I think probably in that case, you may as well just exile it and allow it to go to exile. And yeah. then you're just good. They yeah. can't recast it or anything. <laughs> Uh, but that is sort of the third way that we came up with that you might be able to get rid of the it's counters. It's hard to get the counters off of her, but not impossible. I would say in 95 to 99% of games, the yeah. counters are staying. Yeah, the whole <laughs> game. <laughs> All right, so that is the brand new card that we are revealing from the Doctor Who product. But we also have, and we already teased it, a very spicy reprint. Dare I say, one of the more powerful cards in the entire format. A card yeah. so powerful that I'm often taking it out of my deck because it's too powerful. What is that card? You're going to find out when we get back right after these quick messages from our sponsors. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now. All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. 
You browsing for some new tech? Yeah, I'm building T-Mount and Architect. Ooh, how about Zergo and Ojitai? Did you just drag and drop that card image directly into your deck? Yep, with Architect, you can drag and drop card images from EDH Wreck or Scryfall directly into the deck list. No typing required. That is so cool. Ooh, okay, check this out. I'm gonna drag and drop Dragon Storm into the deck, and then boom, I'm gonna drop a bunch of dragons on the battlefield. A nine drop, huh? Seems ambitious. It was just for the pun. Architect is the best place to browse, brew, and playtest commander decks. Just go to architect.com slash command zone to get started. That's A-R-C-H-I-D-E-K-T dot com slash command zone. And we're back. We are about to reveal our second card in the Doctor Who pre-cons. This one is a very exciting reprint, and we can't wait to introduce it to you with some brand new Doctor Who art. It is Carpet of Flowers, everybody. Uh, currently sitting at $10, Carpet of Flowers is an enchantment for a single green. It says at the beginning of each of your main phases, if you haven't added mana with this ability this turn, you may add X mana of any one color where X is the number of islands target opponent controls. This is kind of a CEDH staple. It is still very good and casual. The way it's worded means that even the turn you play it, you will get mana from it. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as somebody's got at least an island, you kind of break even. That's that's why Carpet Flowers is so good. It, if there's one island on the table on your opponent's it's board, <laughs> then it is free, but also it is the equivalent of a one mana rock. Mm-hmm. And if they have two islands, then it's... I don't know, close to Soul Ring. Yeah, it's close. And then when they have three islands, it's kind of better than Soul Ring. Yeah, I it's it, these sort of narrow effects that are that are like color hate cards are actually great in Commander because you look at them and you're like, how can I guarantee that someone has islands? And you're like, you're basically always guaranteed one player is playing blue. Yeah, like you. It's very rare that it wouldn't happen. On average, you've got three opponents. Everyone's playing every color. On average. So, like, it, the hate cards aren't always great, but generally, they're quite good. Uh, and Carpet of Flowers is one of the best of the hate cards. Super crazy accelerant. Really need to see in a precon. Yeah. And I, I think it's one of the best because it's a quote-unquote hate card, but it doesn't... It actually just gives you advantage without giving disadvantage oh, to yeah. some other people. So, yeah. they don't necessarily come right after you for having it, which a lot of the mm. hate cards kind of do. They turn off a color right. or they... <laughs> you know, tsunami, like blows up all islands. Like that's yeah, not yeah. the kind of thing people like to see. This is annoying and will make you powerful, but it doesn't stop anybody from doing anything. So you did some math here, actually, Rachel, about yeah. how likely it was that you would run into a player playing blue. So these numbers are actually from an article I found on EDH Rec by Benjamin Nickel. It's called Solve the Equation, the Odds on Color Hosers. Uh, so that'll be in the links below. Uh, of the top 100 commanders the average number of colors in uh colors in their color identity is is like 2.77 so on average commanders are two or three colors which we know but i wanted to see uh but they broke down the percentage of what color they are an individual commander and 52 percent of the top 100 are white 62 percent of the top 100 are blue 60 percent are black 56 percent are red and only 47 percent are green which surprised me this is from 2022 so it's a little old but it's from november of 2022 Uh, if you said it was 2019 maybe it's old but 2022 2022 is is like inside of a year from that's really crazy to me pretty wild if i were to guess i would say green is the most popular color. i would too i would too and this says that like blue is 
by yeah. a long way, which means is a great thing for. I think blue is the most flowers. powerful, but green is the most popular. I mean, according to EDHREX data, blue is the most built color, but. Okay. Those are the odds of just playing against one commander. So, so that's like, any one player has a, about a 62% chance to have blue. To play blue So with it. three, you're still... It's much, much higher. You've got three chances at the 62%, which means that the percentage you're playing against a player with blue is a 95% chance. Wow. Yeah. It's actually the highest of all the colors. White is 89, black is 94, red is 92, and green is 86. Still having a hard time believing the green numbers, but... So right? in a four-player pod, according to this data, you have a 95% chance that somebody's that playing just blue. That a player's playing blue. Yeah. Of course, they have to have an island on the battlefield. They could be playing, like, you know, all, all non-basics and not be playing that many actual creature-type sure. cards. But it still says very good things for how powerful Carpet of Flowers is in this format. And uh, it's a great reprint. Yeah, I used to play a lot more Carpet Flowers than I do, and the reason I stopped playing is because it's, it's, it's too powerful. No, no, I, I just was like, oh, it makes the decks too. Oh, yeah, 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 it's a huge accelerant. Like, yeah, because often you get four mana turn off of it, and then for a one mana thing that gives you the four mana the turn you played it, it's yeah. just, and sometimes you're like, oh, I get seven mana, like, I cannot lose. Right, yeah. So it just, yeah, for me, I thought it was a little above where I, I don't want a bunch of soul rings in my decks because, right. you know, I'm not playing at a level that I feel like that's really a fun experience for everybody but that shows you how powerful the card is if you're literally it's in the mana crypt category of like i start uh this deck wants to be an eight and if it has carpet of flowers it's, it's going towards a nine and ten so mm -hmm. let's just pull it down here yeah. yeah it's definitely of a tier with with those cards very very powerful interesting in a pre-com if you want to have a lot of fun just have a, a magical hack like effect in your deck and you there can you just go. change the word island into swamps when somebody plays an herborg that's pretty mm -hmm. fun yeah <laughs> i was playing orvar in cdh and somebody turned one carpet of flowered and I had a mental misstep and I was like, great, handled it. We're yeah. good. Turn, second player plays a turn one. Come on. Come on. I had it though. One thing we didn't mention this whole time also <laughs> is it's not basic islands, right? So yeah. dual lands, shock lands, triomes with island, island on it. They count. Yeah. Absolutely. Very, very good. Okay. To the listeners, what do you think about this new commander, Me the Immortal? Are you excited about it? Do you play Carpet of Flowers in your decks or in your playgroup? Is it indeed as busted as it uh, as we're talking about, or do you think it's less or more busted? It's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely not less busted than we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, right. <laughs> we have talked about a lot of magic cards today. If you want to pick up any of those or the pre-cons for Doctor Who, go over to cardkingdom.com slash command. That's a great way to support the show and make sure you're keeping up with the cool new magic cards out there. Um, these pre-cons are so dedicated to the Doctor Who world and there's like every individual card feels like it's chosen and made with so much love. So if you were a Doctor Who fan, definitely pick up these pre-cons. But even if you don't know Doctor Who, there's a lot of really mechanically interesting things going on in these decks. They're like they're dealing with time travel and space and there's a lot of cool things going on in Doctor Who and you can pick up all of those at Card Kingdom. Get them in one safe package on your doorstep. Uh, support the show over at cardkingdom.com slash command. And of course, once you get these cards, you want to sleeve them up, put them in a deck box, keep them safe. 
Go to ultrapro.com slash command for all your game accessories. They make the best sleeves, the best playmats, the best deck boxes. They have dice. They've got wall scrolls. If you really want to make sure that your cards stay in pristine condition, then ultrapro.com slash command is the place to go. They also have really, really awesome deals all the time on their website. So if you are looking for discounts on, you know, maybe a little bit older product or something like that. You can often find all kinds of crazy deals. Again, ultrapro.com slash command. Um, and then we want to plug one thing before we go here. We are still doing the Kickstarter for our brand new Game Nights theme playmat. It's mm-hmm. called Go To Combat. It is it is nights around, I'm not, I'm not going to call it a round table, but it's probably a round table, uh, strategizing <laughs> for, you know, their next big campaign. Uh, if you would like to aid us in our campaign to continue <laughs> to make game nights, if you want to support the go. show and our content, uh, there's a QR code, there's a link in the show notes. Um, you know, there's all the normal options. There is a cool hollow foil actually mm-hmm. version of this playmat. We haven't done hollow foil before on any of our playmats, so that's the first game nights playmat that's available on hollow foil. Look really, really cool. If you want to, you know, let your game nights flag fly and show everybody you support the show, then we really, really appreciate everybody who does that. Just go in the show notes and uh, click that link. But again, it's a Kickstarter, so the time uh, is running out. Uh, I think there's a little bit of time left, but in general, if you have the inkling, go ahead and lock in that order yep. so you don't forget. I yeah. believe October 15th is the last date. You can pick it up. Okay. And with that, we are going to say a big thanks to our amazing team here at the Command Zone, which is Damon Lenz, Eric Lem, Megan Yip, Garav Galati, Jordan Pridgen, Jamie Block, Arthur Meadowcroft, Manson Lung, Josh Murphy, Jake Boss, Sam Waldo, Evan Lindberger, Craig Blanchett, Katie Cole, Mitch Trafford, Gabriel Pozos, and of course, the ineffable Jimmy Wong. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you're excited about Doctor Who. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, of course, all of our continuing coverage with all the pre-con upgrades and such. Oh, man. We got so much Doctor Who uh, content coming your way. Yep. We'll see you very soon. Peace. For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com or ask us on Twitter at JF Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator. Greetings, humans. (laughs) (laughs) Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.